Yes, generals. Yes. Welcome to the One Graham Army podcast, formerly Sports with a capital F, broadcasting live from a stationary orbit somewhere over North America. Got a lot of fun stuff in store for this episode, but first a little bit of business related to the rebrand. If you followed me over here from Sports with a capital F, thank you, obviously, for your past, present, and future patronage of my podcasting efforts, and also I'd like to thank anybody joining us for the first time who was not subjected to any of the episodes of Sports with a Capital F, although I do recommend continuing to check back on some of those classic moments. So if you so if you were subscribed to our YouTube channel or the Sports with a Capital F podcast on your favorite podcast app, those should just change around you. That should all just happen naturally. If you're following us on Twitter or on Instagram, it is now one gram army at one underscore gram underscore army all over the place. The only thing we did have to do, and by we, I mean me, is make a new Facebook page because for some reason, Facebook won't just let you change the name of your business page. I did some research on it too. That's a huge problem. There are people with very successful businesses. Business is far more successful than my podcast who have tried to change the name of their business for whatever reason, rebranding. Maybe they were in legal trouble based on their name and they needed to change their name on Facebook. Facebook just won't let them. You can change it and it says, hey, we'll let you know if your change is approved. And seconds later, you get a notification telling you it was not approved with no explanation as to why or what you may need to do to change it. So... Mark Zuckerberg continues to make everyone's lives a little bit easier by running his weird electronic government known as Facebook. So, long story short, if you're following the Sports with a Capital F Facebook page, you must now go follow the One Graham Army Facebook page. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. You're here now. We're all here now to enjoy this brand new iteration of my insanity. And I wanted to begin my inaugural episode with something a bit topical. Ooh, excuse me. I know a lot of people are going to say, Graham, you don't ever talk about pop culture or things that are, you know, at least recently topical. But I do want to talk for a second about Kanye West. And and I'll ask that you please bear with me all the way through this. I promise I, it will make some semblance of sense by the time I'm done. Because what I don't really want to talk about is is Kanye West and his behavior. That's not where I'm going with this. What I want to talk about is you people. What do you mean you people? I Calm down. I mean, you like the consumers of mass media as we all are in some respect. How worked up can you get yourself over the person who makes the background music for your life? Kanye West, all of these other entertainers, they make things that you use as a distraction or a bridge between the actual events of your real life. And I just don't feel like anything that Kanye has said or done to this point has led me to care even a little bit more or less than I already did or did not. So I, music is something that exists, like I said, in the background of your life. Right In the background of your real life. We all have real things we have to deal with. 
going to school, picking up our kids, going going to work, whatever it is you do with your free time, uh, murdering prostitutes, whatever it may be that you use to fill your free time, music is just the background of that. So why would the person who creates that music, who's already shown a propensity for being a bit, you know, insane, why would what he does or says really upset you that much? And I think it includes the other people in the hip hop community who have come out to also give light to this and get some attention for themselves. That's silly. As normal consumers of media, I vote we don't fall for it. That's my take on Kanye West. As I vote that we all just continue living our normal day-to-day lives instead of ignoring our children or our family or our loved ones for another 10 seconds every day just to check to see if Kanye West has said some other thing that doesn't actually affect you. My, personally, myself, Donald Trump and Kanye West could have an erotic pee party in the bowels of the Kremlin, and I'm pretty sure it wouldn't affect the actual parameters of my life in any measurable fashion, right? And I just, I think that that's true for all of us. So I think if you find entertainment in those things as like a icing on your entertainment cake, that's great. But if you're someone who is allowing this to negatively affect you or to cause you to go on the internet and be like, I'm done with Kanye. Well, was anybody, when you weren't done with Kanye, did anyone care? Like did when you were with Kanye on these things, did that was your life different that day than it was the next day when you found out he was slightly more insane than you already knew he was? And again, he's he he makes music. Like that's his job. As far as my interaction as a human being with what Kanye West does is he makes music and sometimes I hear it. And if it's good, I go, "Wow, that's some good music." And if it's not, I go, "Wow, that music sucks." Outside of that, I don't really have a need to know Kanye West's wackadoo political opinions, or even if they're the most valid political opinions ever, who cares, right? Form form your own opinions. And I'm not saying Kanye West isn't, or someone in that position shouldn't feel free to espouse their political beliefs. But if someone in that position espouses their political beliefs and you get all super pissed off about it one way or the other, uh, examine yourself, maybe. Examine yourself. Because I, how can you be this upset about all of this silly Kanye West and the president thing when in our actual reality, there is real hard-hitting, earth-shattering news, events like this story that I found coming out of New Jersey. Superintendent Dr. Thomas Tromolini is seemingly genteel, but the 42-year-old is accused of defecating on Homedale High School's athletic track and football fields on a daily basis. Homedale police said officers began monitoring the area after school staff and coaches complained they were finding human feces there almost every day. Tromolini was arrested Monday morning after a jog around the track. 
Homedale High School isn't even in the superintendent's district. Tromolini is charged with lewdness, littering, and defecating in public. <laughs> I apologize if I misled any of our old or new listeners in the first part of the podcast there in that opening little segment where you thought for somehow maybe this podcast, now that it didn't mention sports quite as much, was going to be about anything other than poop. You were wrong. <laughs> These kinds of stories will always take precedent. I promise anything involving politics or pop culture will always take a backseat to a news story of this caliber. So this gentleman, this school superintendent in the state of New Jersey, which it's surprising to see something like this going on in New Jersey, what with their reputation for being a very classy, classy an understated sort of state that this gentleman was traveling outside of the school district in which he was the superintendent to poo on the athletic fields of this other high school daily, <laughs> every day. You know, there's a lot of people who talk about this country now and about our lack of dedication and people's lack of direction. But here's a gentleman who w probably was inspired by a teacher at a young age, grew, decided to pursue his education in education. Real, you know, and, and people who commit to being educators commit to the idea that what they're going to do is a thankless yet incredibly noble occupation something that should be better revered in our society and that's a conversation for another time i guess maybe about the importance of teachers in our communities but anyway this gentleman knowing full well the uphill battle involved in becoming an educator became an educator clearly ingratiated himself to his peers earned a phd uh, according to the news story, that news story also coming from Channel 2, Channel 2 News in New York, um, that, you know, it said that he was unanimously appointed as the superintendent of that school district. So this gentleman showed gumption and uh, selflessness in pursuit of his greater career goals, and then as the cherry on the cake was able to get up every day, travel a great distance from his house to another school district where he was prepared to defecate on these, on, in these facilities on command on a daily basis with travel time included, then went and put his suit back on and got back to work. Now what he did may not be admirable, but I don't think people should be surprised that someone who showed the aforementioned uh, gumption, dedication, drive that this gentleman showed, obviously, to get to the point he was in his career, 42 years old, PhD, superintendent of a school system. Obviously, that's, a, that's a, probably a very quick rise. That's a fast burner. And then... I don't think we should be surprised that if a man like that set out to do something like this, however strange and disgusting, that we should be shocked by that. Um, and obviously, it's funny, because poop is funny. I mean, obviously it wouldn't be funny if it was your school or you discovered it, but as a story, from a cosmic perspective, from way up here in orbit, 
over North America looking down, it's definitely cosmically funny. And I did not want to get too far into the podcast without mentioning that. And hopefully that will help to cleanse your palate from that moment of terror where you thought I was going to do a podcast where I talked about things Kanye West did. You were mistaken, and you must not have been paying attention for 117 episodes of Sports with a capital F. We'll be right back, and by we, I mean me, after this brief message from our sponsor. Are you tired of ruining your clothes with vomit every time someone mentions LeBron? Sometimes being clutch is being so good through the first three quarters of the game that it is not in question in the fourth quarter of the game. Sick of replacing costly electronics and furniture when LeBron says something like this? I feel confident because I'm the best player in the world. Or this? I told you my legacy is bigger than basketball. I've always told you that. Or this? I think for me, the worst thing is when I actually go and talk to the ref and they say, uh, it was not. <laughs> or this? And for me, it's even more frustrating because I know how I'm, I'm officiated at times. Then you need La Bucket. La Bucket is a patented system consisting of a comfortable bucket you wear like a backpack in reverse. La Bucket reduces costly cleaning bills that result from the sports media, NBA officials, and the dumbest guy at your job trying to convince you that this second-rate Magic Johnson is the greatest player who ever lived. Get yours today by visiting capfsports.com or by calling 847-665-9238. It's the LaBucket. Never get caught off guard by that idiot at work again. And we're back. You better put on your tinfoil hats and fire up those Twitter feeds because we're freaking out. This is not a dream. Please begin freaking out. This is not a dream. Begin freaking out immediately. All right, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this segment, it was a segment I introduced late in the life of Sports with a Capital F to replace the power rankings, as it's possible that this move to the One Graham Army podcast was uh, inevitable or at least something that was on my mind. Generally, I will have stories here, news stories uh, about technology or the inevitable emergence of a computer AI uh, global computer consciousness that is most definitely on the horizon. And I, for people who know me too, I'm quite a skeptic. I'm someone who is not prone to subscribing to conspiracy theories, even when it's funny to do so. But there are certain technological advancements that I think are going to be put in place, not necessarily to enslave humanity, but to at least make sure that you don't go to sleep at night without seeing a Pepsi commercial. So generally, that is what this segment will include. It will also thrive on the calls we receive to the One Graham Army hotline, formerly the Cap F Sports hotline. The hashtag 1GA hotline number is 847-665-9238. You can join in the conversation. You call that number. You leave a message. You change the world. And the first person we have in line uh, on the brand new hotline that still has the same number 8476659238 is Kevin longtime listener many time caller calling in with something we should all be paying attention to uh well i think we're all going to die so i was looking at uh, those videos of the nasa harp program well, i guess the p is in the program but uh, the giant monstrosity shootout clouds the high active auroral research program terrifying terrifying then I dug deeper 
they were doing the Operation Popeye in Vietnam, 1967, that were, uh, they were seeding the, the clouds, trying to lengthen the monsoon to, uh, to shut down all the movement of enemy troops. It was costing, talk, costing the taxpayers $23 million a year. That's crazy. Shooting out canisters of, uh, silver and lead iodides out there. And now, they still seed clouds over the Sierra Nevada mountains to put snowfall for the tourists in the ski uh, resorts. And uh, China reportedly creates billions of tons of rain a year through seeding its clouds. So I don't know. Maybe the vegans are wrong. Maybe it's not the cows. Maybe it's the Chinese. And thank you for that call, Kevin. I'm not totally sure if you were advocating for eating the Chinese there at the end of your call. Seems logistically difficult. I would I would think it would be hard to consume a population the size of the United States plus a billion people. Seems like an unreasonable undertaking. But the other points in your call were uh, were definitely valid. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that we have figured out in our feeble existence how to properly control the weather. But I do believe that the United States government spends ungodly sums of money researching or at least allegedly researching these things. Remember when everyone was freaking out earlier this year because it came out that the government had funded research into UFOs um, in... It was a small amount of money for the government, but it was still quite a bit of money. And it, to me, it didn't lend any credence to the existence of UFOs. It lended credence to the idea that the government will spend money on anything. Because once they start spending that money, it goes to people. And that's what you should be freaking out about. That's what happens. That's what happens to our tax money. And, uh... You know, they do. They have these research programs. They did in Vietnam. Operation Popeye. They spent a considerable sum of money in an effort to lengthen the monsoon season towards the end of the Vietnam War in an effort to wash out the Viet Cong. No conclusive results available on any of these efforts to control the weather or their efficacy. Certainly, if you disagree with me, if you have hard evidence of effective weather control over like a large span of time over a, a out some so, some sort of experiment that was conducted outside of a laboratory that proved on a large 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 scale that you could control the weather call 8476659238 with those details but otherwise other than other than the fact that I know you can make man-made clouds and that you can, in some respects, seed clouds in an effort to cause them to precipitate. I don't know how effective the results have been, but I definitely know our government and many other governments have spent a considerable sum of money putting nonsense into the air to try and discern their ability to control the weather as a group of, as a group of people on this planet. And that's all of that is worth freaking out about outside of the fact that it's terrifying that maybe it is working 
and you're listening to a guy. As my daughter said in the introduction of this podcast, my head is full of doo-doo. Don't listen to anything I say. So if you catch yourself agreeing with me, thank you. You should spend more time looking in the mirror. But if you disagree with me, I encourage you wholeheartedly to present your case or to bring up whatever topic you like by calling the One Gram Army hotline at 847 665 9238, formerly the Sports with a Capital F hotline. And I and think, think that that's, that's all, all I, have. I have. I hope you guys all enjoyed your Cinco de Mayo celebration safely, uh, considerably. I'm celebrating Sace de Mayo at my house as I found myself with a free evening. So me and my congenial and lovely girlfriend are going to celebrate Sace de Mayo. By the time you listen to this, it will probably be Siete de Mayo. But I hope whatever Dia de DeMaio it is for you, it's muy bonita. Uh, thank you again for listening. Good night, everyone. Welcome. One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One, 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 gram. One, 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 gram. one gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.